Division is a, uh, it's a reality. It's something that I've had to deal with ever since I was a kid. I can remember going to school and there would be division on my mind. You would see it throughout the day on that bike ride home from school because I did ride my bike. I knew it was coming ahead of me too. I knew when I sat around the table, at some point division would rear its ugly head. And as I sat at that table looking in front of me and looking around, you could see where things were divided and having to figure out how to work through the problems. One after the other on my homework sheet in front of me, Sally spent $10.27 on a dozen apples. How much did each apple cost? Division was no fun. That was supposed to be a joke. (laughs) Sorry it started so seriously. But division really is something that we see. It's something that we have to deal with. It's something that we have to walk through. Aside from mathematics, it is something that we see all around us. And so when we hear our text today and we see Jesus walking along with disciples and walking along with people following him and speaking words like, do you think that I brought, I'm bringing peace to the earth? No, rather I tell you division. One, we can blame him for all the math problems. Two, it's words spoken into reality. Now, the division we see generally may not necessarily be what he was talking about, though. We hear him talk about division within households, and in our minds, we start to kind of fill in the reasons why that division comes. And I've seen that division in households, too, especially growing up. You start to see things that divide people. You start to see where emotions can divide people. You start to see where people get divided over the silliest of things. Yeah, we take them to heart. We start to take stances. Just so you're ready for a little levity, there's a stance I've taken in my house too, and I've said tomatoes are good. We're divided about that. My mother-in-law and I are on one side, (laughs) and Ashlyn rides the fence every now and then. The rest of them could care less. Tomatoes are not worth the time, right? Right. As Christ was walking along with the disciples, and he's telling them about how they think he's come to bring peace, because remember, the Messiah who was to come was to bring peace, to bring national peace, to bring peace on earth, to get the Romans out of Israel to bring peace amongst the house of Israel and to put them on top again, to make them the ones that were going to be the leaders of peace amongst everywhere that they walked, and there was going to be no more divisions, there was going to be no more strife, there was not going to be anything that separated anybody because the Messiah had come. And as Jesus has been talking To the people, we need to also remember where he's at. He's on this journey, right? In this section of Luke's gospel, he's walking from Galilee to Jerusalem. And he's talking and he's teaching. He says, you think I've come to bring peace? No, I tell you, rather division. So what's he talking about? 
anytime there's a truth that is spoken, there generally aren't two truths that can reside in the same place. You have to have one. So if one truth is there, either everybody gathers around that one truth or they don't. There's a division. And Jesus stands and says, here I am, the way, the truth, and the life. Here I am as the one that brings the word of truth. Here I am revealing God the Father to you. Here is truth. And there are some that say, good. And there's others that say, yeah, but that's not what we expected you to be, so you must not be the guy. There's division. And he's saying it's a reality, and it's going to happen in households, and it's going to happen between families, and it's going to happen in areas where we don't want it to happen because we don't want that division. We don't want something that's unified to be broken apart. We don't want any of that. And Jesus continues to speak into the hardship of reality and say, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen where people will hear my word and see what I've done for you and say, I don't need it. And people are going to hear it and say, thanks be to God, it's finally happened. Division happens. And in those moments, we have heartbreak. And Jesus is very right. He didn't come to bring peace on the earth, which also sounds really weird because we hear him as the prince of peace and we hear the angels cry out at his birth, peace be to all men. For peace has been given to the earth, right? Has come down upon the earth. But it wasn't the goal. The goal wasn't just to make everybody happy. The goal wasn't just to say everything's cool, there's no longer any conflict anymore. Jesus was bringing peace in a very different way. Because there's other things that we need to be divided from. There's other things that break us apart from God. And when Christ came down, there was a division between creation and creator. And it happened a long time ago. Because there was once a time where earth and heaven were fully united. Where God walked in the cool of the garden with Adam and Eve. Where heaven was on earth. The presence of God in the midst of his people, in the midst of his creation, in a fully unified relationship. All together, all one, living in peace, in wholeness and completeness. And then it got divided with Adam and Eve, thinking that maybe they had the right way to understand God's word and needed to put themselves in his place. And from that moment on, we have division. And so the hope of our Messiah is that he would come and reunify everything and bring it all back together again. And he says, yeah, but not yet. Because I have come to do that. I have come to do that. I have come to bring everything back together again, to bring creation and creator back together again. I've come to bring peace between you and God. So peace on earth? Maybe something we want. Maybe something we strive for. But it's not something we're going to make happen in every single moment. We see glimpses of it. We see little bits of it. We see it, and it's beautiful. 
And we long for the day that that peace would be all that there is. Yet Jesus still is very clear. No, I tell you, because of my stance, there's going to be division. Because of who I am as God the Son's coming down here to tell people the truth, there will be division for now. Again, let's remember where he's going. Walking with his disciples on the way to Jerusalem, a few days away from the cross. And he looks at everybody around him and he says, you know how to tell what weather is coming because of the clouds and you know when there's going to be a hot wind uh, because of a particular weather event and you know when the heat is coming. Yet when I stand right before you in your presence as God the Son, you can't tell what time it is. You can't see the things that are happening directly in front of you as I work miracles, as I do things no other man can do because I'm God and man. You can't see the fact that I'm here for you and you want to divide yourself from me. No, I've come to divide you from something else. I've come to divide you from your sins. I've come to divide you from all the things that break the relationship between you and God. I have come to make peace and wholeness between you and God, and it's going to look like me hanging on a cross and hanging on that cross for you so that you would be wholly divided from all of your sins, so that you would be wholly divided from what breaks the relationship between you and God, so that that division would no longer last but a pure unification of God's creation and his children back in the family, a family that's all together and unified once again. With God as the Father and with us as his children, and when the day comes that Christ comes back, that we walk with our creator in the cool of the garden once again, that we enjoy life unified and not divided, that when we see things in our days now where we see churches divided amongst themselves, that those divisions are absolutely gone, and it's one people before one God because of one Lord. And that is a beautiful thing that not only we look forward to with some sort of optimism, but we have trust in God's promises that it will happen. And it will happen not because of what we do, but because what God has done for us in Christ. What he has done for you. What he has done to make you his. What he has done to lift you up as his child and hold on to you. And because of that, division gets erased. Multiplication happens. Unification happens. A beautiful life together as God's church happens before their God. And in this time where we see divisions, it should only burn within our hearts to talk to folks and say, I know we work life together in all these different realms, but do you know that there's a love for you that maybe you've never heard about? His name's Jesus. Amen. We pray. Dear Heavenly Father, there's many things that we do that separate us from you, and we thank you for your love, and the sacrifice in Jesus, and his life and resurrection, so that we would be divided from those things and unified to you. Hold us together as one family. Guide us by your spirit that what we do would point to you. Give us hearts 
that are courageous in faith. And lives that when we see the brokenness, we're broken because of it, knowing that you will make us whole. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.